Iowa everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Iowa Everywhere. And now, it's time for Two Guys Named Chris. Powered by Fairway Meat and Grocery. This is Iowa Everywhere. For the fans. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris here on Thursday, the 29th of December. It is bull season. Hawkeyes play Kentucky coming up in two days, but we also have college basketball uh, getting going tonight. Iowa uh, gets going with what, like its second stint of Big Ten play, I guess is how we would call it, as they are at Nebraska. Iowa State will be taking on Baylor coming up on Saturday as well. We have a big sports weekend to get to. My name is Chris Williams, joined as always by Chris Hassel. Welcome to Iowa Everywhere. Gee, thanks think. for dressing up there, uh, Chris. Uh, you got Got my green it, oh, light. you got a two. Oh, it's Tulane. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm festive, man. My green wave playing in the uh, Cotton Bowl. Yeah, got I was gonna say team. it looks like you're wearing like one of your mom's sweatshirts, but I saw go, you got some wave. Uh, roll wave. I saw you got some wave uh, socks. I do. Um, I, I'm actually a little disappointed. I was gonna go festive no matter what. A bar stool. Is selling a Catholics versus Cox T-shirt. What for for Notre Dame versus South they stole Carolina. that from you? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, but um, I bought one, and I was gonna wear it on the show today, and it's not here in time. So oh damn, we we settled with the uh, roll wave. Must be on that Southwest Airlines flight. <laughs> yeah, it's not here. So big big day coming up tomorrow is the Cox will take on the Catholics. Cox versus Catholics. Mom is just salivating, waiting for this game to get going. Let's pour her a stiff one for that. She's been drooling for weeks. Uh, Thank our Fairway, uh, our sponsor, Fairway Meat and Grocery. There's no better place to go. Do you do a big spread, like on New Year's Day? Because I always do that. I like to cook a bunch of food. You know, get the little Smokies going. Get some nice Fairway meat. I will be. Uh, I'm going to be in Southwest Iowa though, so I don't know what mom and dad have have, have set up for us. But we do have a fairway Ooh. in Clarinda, and I will be checking it out when I get there. I do not do. I think you know me well enough by now. I don't do spreads. Like I don't do. I don't cook. I don't do any of that stuff. So if there's a spread, my wife is making it. Um, but no, I think uh, usually for New Year's, if I'm not working, we'll just bop around on bikes different bars in town you ride your I mean, bike? it's nice when you live in south florida there chris i mean yeah we're right down from the the main strip here we're right by the beach yeah we bike around and i enjoy the nice weather although i hear you guys are enjoying some nice weather yeah it's like hot out don't the even need a coat going on that like won't make anybody degrees. sicker everybody up there i met was sick and now yeah. you go from minus 50 degree wind chills to 50 degree temperatures yeah it's like and now it's gonna happen uh, it, uh, everything's melted. It's incredible. It's, <sighs> what are we? What are we doing here? Uh, so shout out to Fairway. I also want to give a shout out to our friends at Circa uh, and Circa Sports Iowa. I know you're going to be betting on these games. Download this app right now. Save yourself some money. Get yourself some better lines. I just, I literally just did this. I just put a bet in. This is why I was almost late to the show because I was rushing to get a bet in on Clemson over Tennessee and I saw a line that Circa had that was better and I jumped on it and I'm giving you actual like this is real so check them out today Uh, download that Circa Sports Iowa app we would appreciate that all right I guess we'll start with Iowa and quarterback Sam Laporta (laughs) as they are prepping for the 
Music City Bowl. I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I don't feel like I'm confident on anything, Hassel. You're the Iowa fan. How do you feel leading into this one? Um, Honestly, I don't know. This is, yesterday was the first I had really thought about the game, yeah, other than Joey Labus uh, playing quarterback or starting at quarterback, at least we think. And then we see the the tweets from the, the the group of Iowa reporters at the practice with video. I think it was Scott Docterman maybe that uh, tweeted that video out of Sam Laporta taking snaps and running you know zone reads. I I think it's all just a joke. I I don't think they're actually actually considering putting Sam Laporta in at quarterback. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Kirk Ferentz is—he's uh, got the Christmas hat on. And he's going to have some fun out here in the bowl game. You got an inexperienced quarterback. Maybe then that—that's the time to pull out some wrinkles. But if you're going to do that, are you really going to do it while the media is present? Yeah, I thought that was weird too. But that okay, so that kind of plays into my. Are you done? I don't want to step on your opinion here. I'm done I, for now. Okay, is that? I, I'd like in? to hear your opinion too. I—I I, I just. We know how secretive Iowa is about their practices. Yeah. You go back to the state baseball tournament in Iowa, the high school state baseball tournament. Some of the games were held in Iowa City where the Iowa Hawkeyes play baseball. And there were announcements over the loudspeaker. Ladies and gentlemen, don't you dare turn to your left and take a peek at the Iowa football practice. If you do, you will be kicked out of the stadium. Do not, I repeat, do not watch the Iowa football practice. So they are very strict about that kind of stuff. They know that the media is going to be at some of these bowl practices for a, a window of time. Are they really going to show what they're going to be doing in the game to the media. Do you really think any of that, where the media is present, so is something me, that we're going to see in the game? Part of me thinks that they just don't care at this point. You really about this game? Kirk, yeah, Kirk, Kirk Ferentz cares. Part of you me know thinks, how these coaches are with these bowl games. I'm that, sure there's something big. He probably gets like a five hundred thousand dollar bonus for a bowl win. That's true. Okay, I'll that's give you that's not nothing. I'll give you that. The the offensive coordinator is on record essentially telling us that this quarterback sucks. Well, yeah, but that was during the season when he was trying to tell us to look the other way. I guess my whole we're point we're sticking with Petrus and Padilla. Is yeah, you're 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 right about of course he wants to win and it was funny I saw Sam Pittman, I think it was the Arkansas coach last night with that Six and six win over a six and six Kansas team, which was a phenomenal game, by the way. He got like a five hundred thousand bonus, and they like kicked in like a contract extension or something like yeah. that. Like it's another reason why these bowl games are never going away, regardless of what people think about them. Dirks. Um, the uh, I, I guess my thought on the with Iowa and and maybe I'm just too naive with this program still, and you you can throw some cold water over my head, is that. What the hell do they have to lose with with anything? Well, they don't because they, they've they've got a quarterback who's never taken a snap. They and it isn't going to be the starter next year. Yeah, they basically don't have they don't have any wide receivers of of threat really to anybody, right? Like the, the, there's guys that have tra- like I I don't understand like what the hell is the difference if Laporta uh, takes a snap and it's been on camera before. I I don't know. Like part of me thinks it's just this game is so dumb because both of these teams, neither quarterback has ever taken a snap, right? Like Kentucky, like one of the best running backs in Kentucky history isn't playing. Like this is the epitome of bad bowl game. Although Iowa, for their sake, pretty much everybody's playing other than Kayvon Merriweather uh, and the guys who have transferred. But I don't know. On defense, yeah. This game is a total disaster and and watch it for the train wreck i mean that's, yeah and that's, that's why i game. think this game is one of the more interesting regular bowl games just because of that watch it for the train wreck aspect watch it for the quarterbacks who have never taken a snap watch it for the record low point total last i saw it was at 31 which would be the lowest bowl total on record and it can't go back and listen to my interview with um the circuit guys, and I asked them about 
putting totals on Iowa games? It was, and it was a fascinating answer. Like, you, you really can't go any lower. Part of me leans over here, but then I started doing this research on Kentucky last night. So this is two quarterbacks starting have never thrown a college pass. <laughs> and, like, Kentucky had a pretty good running game this year. Well, he's not playing. Right? Like, so it's just – it's hard. And then you have two top 15 scoring defenses in college football via – Right. So it's like – It was this, two horrible offenses to begin with and two good defenses. Yeah. And now you have quarterbacks who have never played. But you could also say that quarterback play can't be any worse. Maybe the quarterback I, play will be better for Iowa. I, I think that's the case. I think ignorance is – is bliss here. I honestly do. Like I, he doesn't know what he's getting. Like he's never played. Like I had a couple people reaching out to me about the Beck kid when, when he came in against TC and they're like, Oh wow. He's seeing coverages better than Hunter Deckers did. Well, yeah, it's cause he hasn't been taking shots all year due to a horrible offensive line, right? Like this kid's sure. going to go out there and just wing it because he doesn't know any better. And he hasn't been indoctrinated into this Ferentz archaic offensive system that we've seen time and time again where these quarterbacks regress under the tutelage of whoever the hell is calling plays in Iowa City. So I think it is a step up. And, and Petrus, I, I, well, by the way, he's coming back. Did you see that? Oh, my God. Hey, Matt, see if you can pull up the tweet. <laughs> Chad Lysico put it out last night. I think it was 942 is when the I was, tweet came out. I was laying in bed, about ready to doze off. And I get a, a text from, from Williams. And it's a tweet about Spencer Petrus saying that he can't wait to come back and basically mentor Cade McNamara. You stay the hell away from Cade McNamara, Spencer <laughs> Petrus. You stay away from him. The tweet from Chad Leistikow, Spencer Petrus said tonight he tore his rotator cuff and labrum against Nebraska. He'll be out 6 to 11 months, maybe longer will return to the Iowa roster this spring to rehab and support I'll be right back. Cade McNamara. My dog's eating something. I'll be right back. Okay. The comments are are a mess because you have could you read fans. In, could you read into that, though, and say, hmm, he's coming back in the spring. That doesn't mean the fall. Is he going to be back the whole time? That's a good point because Chad didn't. Also, and I didn't see anything from anybody else say Spencer Petrus is returning to the team next season. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that, Matt. You're right. Maybe he's just going to still be there in the spring to help support Cade McNamara, but won't be there in the fall. But it he says, says he's going to he, be on the roster. We'll be on Iowa, but but well, yeah. I guess you wouldn't you wouldn't be on the roster. If you are done playing, right? I mean, the spring basically is the start of next season. Correct. That's how. But I there read was it. also that. But there was no report that says Spencer Petrus is coming back. Maybe that's coming. this is a, this is an odd way to announce that Spencer Petrus is coming back. If no, he indeed I, is. I agree. There's a lot of loose ends to be tied. With Lysico's report there, and at this point, man, what? I mean, I, oh, I, I think it's I, great. I, I, I hope he comes back. You got a, you got a, you got a quality, uh, proven backup. He's won ten games before. Uh, this is great. This is great for Iowa. If Spencer Petrus comes back. He can be a. Think of that. That he can help Cade McNamara in the film room and be like, this is how you read the field better, Cade. Really, you know, he can be like Cade McNamara's personal quarterback coach next year. This is great for Iowa. Good experienced guy. And then you've got Brian Ferentz who's, you know, leading the film room. Like, this is great. <laughs> what what if that's the case? What if we go into next season and everybody's all excited about this new quarterback that you just bought in the transfer portal and Spencer Petrus and Brian Ferentz are his two teachers. And there you got Spencer Petrus on one side of him, you got Brian Ferentz on the other, and it's just a disaster. So I say, stay the hell away from Cade McNamara, Spencer. We appreciate all you've done. You've been a class act the whole way. We're rooting uh, for agree. You. <laughs> Don't touch. Agree. That. And I feel bad that he got that he got injured. I I hope he. Yeah, it sucks. I hope he's all right. And I transfer somewhere else and play. 
I mean, obviously, he has to know that he's not going to be the starter next season. If yeah, all well, goes he said to there, plan. he wants to support Cade McNamara. Yes. So clearly, he knows. All right, it's not my team anymore. But what if? Oh, God forbid! What if? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. The, the old handshake emoji between Spencer Petrus and Cade McNamara. Thank you, Matty Van Wink. Um, what if he gets injured? What if he struggles? As Matt Sampson points out in, in YouTube, who knows? Maybe Petrus is a good coach. Maybe he just can't do it when he gets out there between the lines and between the tackles. Maybe he will be a good coach. I don't know. Maybe. But at this point, I just feel, I feel like, like I was, same with the Padilla situation. I just feel like everybody needs a fresh start in that situation, if, if whether it's Petrus, Petrus, Padilla, or Brian Ferentz. Yeah, if, if let's start fresh. If he's a good coach, and he very well could be, he seems like he would be a good coach based off of everything I've seen from the kid. Now is not the time to have him teaching in the Iowa quarterback room. This is not the time. Because you know they, that that is going to be a subplot need, all season, yes. all off season, and then all season long. If, if McNamara starts struggling, damn it! What the hell is Petrus <laughs> telling him? Get Petrus and and Brian Ferentz out of his ear. That's what I'm saying. I, you can you can this you can hear it now. This is not the time. Get him the hell away from that room. I'm telling you, the fans of like they're boiling over all. Like I, this started last year. You won 10 games and people were mad. This like, this could be the first instance where you, normally you you start these collectives and you raise money to pay players to come. There would be people out there giving to the Swarm Collective to pay Spencer Petrus to leave the program. Uh, it would help if he wasn't so likable, right? Like Spencer's a genuinely a guy that yeah. we are all rooting for. And, he, and I saw one tweet last night and I couldn't agree more that it was a fan – and the fan goes, I want so badly for Spencer Petrus to be good. You know, and to, and, and to your point, we, like maybe we all he, did. Maybe he could go and play at Miami of Ohio and have a great year. Like, I would like to see that. I think it'd be fun. Get, go Every, somewhere that has a good offensive line in a group of five yeah. program, and maybe he, maybe he does show his talent. But right. it's too toxic, I think, in Iowa City for him anymore. Yeah, and like it, it this week. Uh, depending on, it doesn't matter what side you come down on this collective gate thing or whatever. But it's it it's starting to be a really bad look when you've got the athletic department <laughs> and the collective like dueling it out publicly. And then you had this update yesterday where Ferentz puts out the post like encouraging people to join the collective, which isn't. You know, like Matt Campbell did that months ago. Jamie Pollard endorsed the collective months ago. Like that's just in this state. He put out a tweet. Jamie hasn't been like outwardly telling people, but he's he's not fighting it. Um, yesterday was weird because it was like after the Iowa thing came out, and I have no idea if they're connected. But Ohio State, Michigan's athletic directors both came out and said like, hey. Uh, if you want to give somebody a Christmas present, you should donate to the collective in their name. And it reminded me of the Human Fund with Seinfeld, <laughs> fake charity. Um, a donation all- has been made in your name <laughs> to the Swarm Collective. <laughs> Thanks. I'll send that. That's that's my Christmas card to Bloom next year. <laughs> um, it's just a bad look, and I hope that they can. This these problems, Chris, again are happening everywhere across the country. Yep. Iowa's the only place where they're like dueling it out in public, and it just right. is a bad look. They need to knock it off. And I think what's going on at Iowa is going on at most places. I I, I really don't think that I, most I athletic departments are sharing donor and season ticket holder contact information. But for whatever reason the swarm collective wanted to to make that public and make it seem like they were being stonewalled and honestly it 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 might not have been that um dumb to do because they've gotten a lot more they've gotten their word out a lot more they've gotten their name out there they because they're in of, the news more people know more about them because of what Brad Heinrichs came out and said Oh, I agree. 
um, he, this man is not stupid, this Heinrichs. No. Like, he, he knew what he was doing here. What I'm saying is it is unfortunate that it's in the spot that it is now, where you have fans basically uh, – I, I don't know. It, it just – it kind of feels like to me now it's like it's it's everybody – you're either with or against the athletic department, which is such a weird spot like for your favorite team. Here's my one takeaway, because I agree with you that Heinrichs, while I don't think it's a good look, I think it has been effective. Mm-hmm. It can be both. Um, what My biggest takeaway from all of this is I've thought carefully about all this. Scott Docterman had a really nice piece in The Athletic last night on it. Uh, not the point I'm going to make, and what I'm going to say is, is – pretty blunt it it shows the how weak of a leader gary barda truly is seen as within that athletic department um just i mean could you imagine like bloom doing that like with pollard like no like you get cut off at the knees like it right like there there's just a general sense of respect towards jamie pollard like, could you imagine the Nebraska guy doing this to Trev Alberts right now? Like, it's it's mm-hmm. crazy to think of. And we go, well, why is Iowa the only place? It just shows me where Gary Barta truly stands within that athletic. Dep- I mean, this guy's out here being like, yeah, I'm texting with Ferentz and McCaffrey, and they're all on my side and all this. I mean, that's their boss. Mm-hmm. So either he's lying, and I have no reason to think that this Brad Heinrichs is a liar. I don't. I, he's never proven that to me before. Um, it just. It's 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 fairly dysfunctional, and you've got to go to the top. And I it that's my big takeaway from all of this is man, yeah, that's it's, some it's, weak leadership there. It's a lack of respect and belief in Gary Barta from the fan base. They're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt with with anything because of things that have happened and the track record. Yeah, you know, I I would say the best thing Gary Barta's done is is the coaches he's hired, which is probably the number one thing you look at for an athletic director other than maybe raising money. But fans just don't respect him because of there's just been a lot of things that have happened over the and he's been there a long time. I mean, what, almost 15, almost 20 years probably he's been there now. That's a long time. And when you start racking up these lawsuits and just weird situations odd things he's done and said fans remember that and even no matter what he does in this circumstance fans are going to be against him and with the coaches and the collectives yeah i is it fair this is bad talk radio i i see both sides of this i see where i was like hey Michigan and Ohio State, how are we supposed to keep up with this where the collective is? And I also see where Bart is like, I can't give you these email lists. It's illegal. It's, it's illegal. And, yeah, and I've, like, talked to, I've talked to some national people at, at CBS, and they, they've all said the same thing, that most of these places aren't doing it because it is not legal, and you can get in trouble. Now, there's, it's kind of like the wild, wild west, and there are some that are willing to take that chance. Maybe you don't know about it, but they are. And they're hoping that because this is just such a new thing that it's going to become normal and fine. But when you have these past transgressions, you can't take those risks. I think Gary Barta is is doing what he needs to do right now. I really don't think that he should be giving out contact information. Now, there is the argument that you can send out a mass email to you know all the donors and season ticket holders and say, hey, you can opt into the Swarm Collective email list if you respond to this email or if you fill out this form, what have you. Maybe, maybe they could be doing something like that. I, I don't know. But I think that Iowa fans have made this a bigger deal than it actually is. And they've done it because they don't respect any decision that Gary Barta makes. All right. To the game, real quick, let's give some predictions here. I pulled up my Circa Iowa sports app. The over-under is 30 and a half, so we've dropped, actually. 
Iowa is currently that is insane. A, Iowa is a one point favorite. If you have to bet the uh, Music City Bowl, if we have a, if if we are forcing you to bet on it, I think I'm taking Iowa because I have I have the most faith in Iowa's defense of all the units out there in this game. I have the most faith in Iowa's defense. I, I think they're still going to be really good. Yeah. They have most of their players. And let's be honest, at the quarterback position for Iowa, it really can't get any worse, I don't think. Well, we thought that we saw it all season. And then he couldn't What's take that? a snap. We thought that when, when, we, when Padilla came in and then he couldn't take a snap. Right. Well, was Padilla worse than Petrus? I don't know. When you look at it as a whole, I, I think if they would have just let Padilla play, he would have been better than Petrus. But right, but this, they put up that they that the imaginary whole, wall at the line of scrimmage that he wasn't able to cross running the ball. He wasn't. He was. You scramble east well that, and west all you want, but don't you dare try to scramble for a first down. From what we understand, though, he wasn't getting like a lot of reps and practice and stuff either. So like my, if they just would have halfway through the year said Padilla's our guy, I think that it would have been better. I truly do. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, know. I, I, I think I, if I had to take a team right now, if I had to take a side, I would take Iowa because of the defense, because that's the best unit that's going to be on the field in this game. Iowa special teams might be the second best unit that's on the field in this game. Kentucky also doesn't have a quarterback that's taken a snap. Their quarterback that isn't playing is a uh, a potential top ten pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, I mean they're losing draft picks. Their quarterback and running back are both mm-hmm. draft picks. Yep. like upper, like their running back's really good. Rodriguez, I think, is his name. Like that's a huge loss, especially and against I, Iowa. I think to some of the players, control. some of the best players on Iowa, this game means more than it might mean to some of the best players on Kentucky. Some of them have opted out, but you've got the Laportas and the Campbells. You know they're going to take this game seriously, and they have been taking it seriously in practice. So I'm taking I'm taking Iowa to win the rematch 364 days later. Oh, uh, the total! The, if I had to pick a total, Chris, playing the under. I I no, I'm not. I it's am. too low. It's it would be the lowest in history. Just well, on principle, I'm not going to go under. Minnesota, the game was the same way and it hit the under. The Wisconsin was the same way. Now that hit the over. I was, now I, I haven't factored in the weather. What's the weather supposed to be like? I heard that there could be rain in the forecast. It's not going to be snowy. Real quick, I I just pulled up my Action Network app because I wanted to see where the money is, mm-hmm. and seventy percent of the money is on the over, and seventy six percent of the money is on Iowa on the other side. So that's a Jeez, plus seventeen percent so. and a plus nineteen percent. So and that's where I'm at on both. Of them. The yeah, the smart play, a card like I just don't know how many pros are actually betting on this game. Like it seems stupid for me. Like if you're a professional gambler and you have this bankroll, why the hell would you bet on this game? So like I don't know <laughs> how much I'm, but that's where the numbers are. Seventy six percent of the money's on, uh, on the other side. Um. On the total, yeah, it's it's right around the same. So the 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 sharp money is on the over and Iowa. I I feel a lot better about Iowa than I do the over. Uh, I'll say that I, I would put more on on Iowa than the over. I I do think Iowa's going to win the game. Weirdest bowl game I've ever. I don't, I don't know if you say we're covering it, but I'm paying close attention to it with any of our teams. Never seen anything like this. And and it's it's going to keep. There's going to be more like this. More and more and more yeah. like this, where you have quarterbacks that have never played before. So you, as we get into uh, some, just going to touch on all these big bowl games coming up this weekend. You you said last night on our rundown that you've never watched fewer bowl games. No. It, and I, I'm with you. Like, I get it. I will say that you've missed out if you like uh, if you like college football. They've been really good games. Like I, I've been really inter- and I I have a different deal than you. Like when you go to work, you're at a studio, you're running around, you have shows, you're live. Like I'm sitting here in my den working. 
Right, so I have like a game on, and I I got the Central Florida Duke game on, right? Like it, so we we have different lives that we're we're talking about here. I'm not like locked into these, but I do try and that game on all was on at work, but I mean it was a miserable game. I didn't. I, I glanced over the score a few times. It, is it the you're just fatigued with all the bowl games, or is it man? All these guys opting out, the transfer portal, it's, these teams for are me. It's the trans. It's the transfers and the opt outs. Yeah, I get because it. I, I, totally I have get no it. idea who's going to play, who's who's going to be playing in these games, and you know that these guys, they're not focusing on bowl games anymore. They don't care about bowl games anymore. So, I just don't have an interest because it's not the real teams that we saw throughout the regular season. It is becoming more and more and more of an exhibition. It's just a TV event, and the only way that I can get interested in a game if Iowa or Iowa State aren't playing in it is if I somehow have some kind of skin in the game. Like I, I would have to put down a bunch of money on the game or something, have some kind of side bet going, or like yeah. know one of the coaches personally. I just, I, it's, I've, I've never been like that. I've always, I, you know me, college football is my favorite sport. Yeah, absolutely. I will watch any regular season game. But regular season games matter. Bowl games, the, the, the regular bowl games, don't really matter anymore to, I, I would say, 80% of the programs playing in them. Now, you had a game last night where Kansas, that, that was a big game for Kansas. Yeah. It had been a long time since they were able to play in a bowl game. And they get to play in SEC school. And that was a, a really fun game. Until they got to the dumb two point conversions in the third overtime, that which is a horrible ho- rule. Awful. I didn't even realize that was a thing. That was- yeah. Well, remember the Penn State Illinois game last year? Yeah, it I went like now. ten overtimes because they just kept the two point conversion. Terrible. It, it is, and and somebody compared it to, um, like in soccer when you just go to a penalty kicks. Like that's not the real game. No. And another thing I don't like about the two-point conversions in college, and I don't think a lot of people know this, the two-point conversion in college is from the three-yard line. In the NFL, it's from the two. So in the NFL, you you really could run the football on these two-point conversions. In college, from the three-yard line, you really can't. Mm-hmm. It's a, It's totally different than it is in the NFL. And I don't get that. I don't understand why that is. I, I, I feel like the game would be better if you did put it on the two. Why not? The NFL does it. Yeah, you think just, it'd be the other way around. Especially in a bowl game. Because like, <clears throat> one of the reasons they'll say, if you ask the officiating people at these conferences, why is it like that? I remember it, at media days, they always trot the official out and he'll like run down rules and most people don't pay attention. I'm kind of a geek, so I do. And I, I do remember this. They were talking about if you keep playing the regular overtime, like you can add like another half game on, and then these guys have another game, and sometimes five days if they play on a Thursday, and it's a safety thing, and they just don't want to put too much. And I, I understand that. But it's the last game of the year. It's supposed to be this big prestigious – like the Holiday Bowl last night very well could have come down to this. Now, Oregon – that was a freaking crazy game, too. Did you see that? The guy, they tie the no. game up with like 19 seconds to go. Well, nice what time was this at? What time was this This was at? late, so this would have been 11 o'clock. I don't know. 11 central. Yeah. And they they tie it up. And it was a nice comeback for them to do it. And then all they have to do is make the PAT to win, and the dude clanks it like nails the upright and you can hear it on camp like it's so and it, and it bounced in so they ended up winning the game but it was crazy um but these games like why I, there's no other game to get to next week just let do a regular overtime until somebody wins I don't know. well they would still argue would. that it's a safety issue and you're you're putting more and more players in harm's way when you add all these extra plays which I, I don't like that. I mean, we, we basically eliminated the kick return. I mean, that's that's like a thing of the past now. I would say 80% of the time, there is no kick return. Either it gets kicked into the end zone or there's a fair catch inside mm-hmm. the 10 or the 5 because it comes out to the 25. 
And I mean, I, I know they're trying to look out for these guys. And, you know, with the Tua thing in the NFL, it, it is yeah. important, but it's still football. It's still a game. You know, that these guys want to play and that fans want to see. And the more we do things like this, where there's no kick returns and there's there's really there's no triple overtime, <laughs> it kind of takes away from it. That Kansas game, And it's game, not though, really fair. Kansas-Arkansas was – that was freaking bonkers. We had an onside kick. I, I quit watching it. I flipped it over to the Holiday Bowl. And all all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up because I had put out a tweet earlier about how big of a disaster Kansas had been, and they had been. They couldn't even field like a punt; like it was horrible. And then they they come back from wherever down they were, and that was a that was a fun game. I love today's matchups. We're not going to waste any time on that though, because it'll be dated. Um, real quick, I will, if you if you are going out on New Year's Eve, a lot of people are going to be in Ames for the Iowa State Baylor basketball game, which is sold out. We've got Iowa kicking off at 11. Of course, the college football playoff coming up after that. And you want to bite to eat, check out our friends over at Sweet Caroline. I know Joe, the owner, really well. Really good dude. Downtown Ames, good food, sports bar. Uh, Iowa fans, you would be welcome in there. Uh, they're they're not um, – of course, they're pro-cycling there in Ames, but the Iowa game will be on. Iowa State basketball at 1. Check out Sweet Caroline's. They got really good food. Joe makes the best cheese balls. They're like these um, – they're like these uh, pepper jack style of cheese balls that are really, mm. really good. So, uh, if, if you, again, if you're going to go out before the game, check out Sweet Caroline's. They're a good sponsor of ours here at Iowa Everywhere. Okay, let's roll through some of these. Uh, we'll start with the playoffs. Hassle uh, seven. No, these are these are all it's not cir- the playoffs. It's the playoff. Excuse me, the playoff. Playoff. Uh, Michigan. Uh, Circa has is a seven and a half favorite over TCU. Georgia six and a half over Ohio State, and I, I fall into this trap every year. I'm not a good bet. I, I don't bet well on these playoff games because I always want to take the underdogs, just mm-hmm. because I want good games. Um, these are really enticing dogs to me, uh, especially Ohio State. Like I picked Ohio State to win the national championship this year. It's not like they got manhandled by Michigan. They had a bad quarter. You know, right? Like, think if they win that game, like, what's the uh, talk me out of? I think the smart bet here, if I was going to do it, is to play the is to tease Michigan and Georgia, so all they have to do is win and not have to cover these spreads. But hassle, these games are generally blowouts. We see it each and every year. But I want to play both underdogs in this one. What do you think? I don't know about TCU. I don't know if I want to touch that one, but I like Ohio State. And uh, we were doing our pick show on CBS Sports HQ a couple of days ago with Brady Quinn and Danny Cannell. Not only do they like Ohio State minus six and a half, they both like Ohio State to win the game outright. Wow, really? Okay. They are the second most talented team in this playoff, maybe just right behind Georgia. I mean, you look at uh, mock drafts, and Georgia has five players going in the first round. Ohio State has three. Michigan has none. I mean, there's a lot of talent on that Ohio State team. And they have had to sit on this Michigan loss for a long time. Ohio State hasn't lost back-to-back games in nine years. They've got the better quarterback. I know no Stetson Bennett's a great story, but they've got the better quarterback, and it's going to be fun when when Ohio State has the football, and they've got their three first-round picks on offense going up against Georgia's three first-round picks on defense. That's really going to be where you see the talent is when Ohio State has the football going against that Georgia D. But I, I, six and a half, when's the last time you saw Ohio State getting – Six and a half points, and especially an Ohio State team that's this good and this talented. It, it, don't you think we have like a bad memory of the Michigan game? I mean, I remember watching that in my hotel room at Portland, and I thought Ohio State was going to re- run away with the game early, um, and then they kind of just imploded there. And you give credit to Michigan, right? Like 
Sure. Absolutely. You, you credit them for, for doing what they did. But, I mean, Ohio State got out of what they do. They they looked like a totally different team there. And, again, you give Michigan credit for forcing them into that. I just think that – I don't know. I, I guess after what you said, maybe the maybe just bet a little on Ohio State on the money line. I, I don't know. I – I think the smart play here, um, non-gambling, is that both favorites will win because you generally just see that in the playoff. But this is a different type of playoff, though. You don't have Bama. You don't have Clemson. Like this is, mm-hmm. I guess Georgia is kind of assuming that role right now. But, but this at, is at a the fun same playoff. time, you could, Chris, you go back to preseason and you ask Mike Paul, what would the line have been? Ohio State, Georgia, neutral field preseason. I think Ohio State would have been favored by three and a half. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe close more. to that. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Yeah, probably close to that. I agree with you that Ohio State would be and, favored. And what did we see this season that other than, I mean, Georgia. It's the defense. It's Ohio State's defense. Georgia it's won all their games. Ohio State's defense is the weakest unit on the field, right? Yes. Yeah. So You're right. It is. That's where, um, but then it's like their quarterback, I think, makes up for it over Georgia's quarterback, which seems crazy because Stetson Bennett's a Heisman finalist for crying out loud, but we all know he's not in the same category. Uh, I, I, I that's wanna, the game I'm wanna, more interested in. See, not me, the Big 12 homer and me. I want to see Big 10, Big 12. I love Max Duggan. It, it, the, the football fan of me wants Georgia, Ohio State, the – the sports fan of me is just rooting like hell for Max Duggan because Iowa kid, all those connections. They are the Vikings. I'm telling you, like they are the Minnesota Vikings. If you followed TCU all year, they power rating wise, they're like for the longest time, they're like in the teens as far as how the power ratings like this team. Vikings are the same way. TCU constantly has these like game win like last-minute game-winning drives out of nowhere. Saw it against Baylor late in the year. Um, fell short look at, against Look at Kansas Van Wink. He's got, the, uh, he's got the TCU-Michigan matchup pulled up on our YouTube page. What, what, Van Wink, are you in, like, uh, Denver or something? It's, it, it gives the mountain time kickoff for this game. 2 p.m. Mm. mountain time. It's I don't right. know. I just found it on Google. Blame the, blame the internet. We have, yeah, it we might have be viewers my worldwide. My guess is... It's Fiesta Bowl, so that's that's the local time. Kick. Yeah, that's probably local time. Yeah, is, is two o'clock because I think I think Phoenix <laughs> is in Mountain. We're catering time right to now. our listeners and viewers yeah. in the Mountain Time Zone. It's okay. Thank Williams, you, your internet's still absolute garbage. I keep talking over you because I can't. Your your lips aren't matching up with your voice on the video. All right, I'm done. I am so over it. <laughs> I am so over it. How many times do you have to call MediaCom before you get a freaking MC twenty two MediaCom connections. I have been Iowa State basketball. I have been on the phone with those people so much over the last two weeks, and they keep assuring me that it's going to get fixed. I think it's you today, Hassel. I don't think Williams has been bad. What? No. Now, are you kidding me? Uh Mm Ah, suck on that, Hassel. But mine's never been bad. It's not bad. You guys are fine. I don't know. I, I, Williams made like, it to the bar. We're good now. I'll hear his voice and his mouth isn't moving, and then like it'll catch up, and then I'm talking over him. All right, maybe, uh, maybe it is me. I don't know. Sorry. Bama, Kansas State is a fascinating game because it is. You're right. I, I like this one. Now I, I tell you, I can't get into those other bowl games. I I, I love the playoff, obviously, and and. You know, a game like this I can get into because it's Alabama missing the playoff for just the second time ever, and it's Kansas State in one of its biggest games in program history. Yeah, and I mean, the, it makes it the the other wrinkle is that all these Bama guys are playing. Like we we thought when this game came out that there's no way Bryce Young and Will Anderson would be in the lineup. They are. Um, but you're right. Like this is, I mean, I was reading headlines out of Kansas state the other day. Like they're calling it the biggest game in program history. If they could beat Alabama here and then Bama, it's like, they've listen, I hate going back and be like, well, remember when they lost to Utah, like 15 years ago in the play, like in, in the sugar bowl or whatever it was like that, that's has nothing to do with this game, but right. we, 
I think what it does have to do with is it's the reality of when these teams are not Bama was one of the biggest favorites in history to win the national championship before the season. Mm-hmm. So this, no matter what they do, they could win this game by 40 and it's a disappointment. Where Kansas State I has do all love the emotional that, edge here. that their best players are playing. Yeah, old school. I like it. Alabama is much better than Kansas State. Like, they yes. are. Uh, it's that emotional thing that comes into it. I don't know. I bet Kansas State really early on in the process here. I kind of regret it now that I know all these Bama guys are playing. I do feel like, you know, that they – why would Bryce Young – I love Bryce Young for what it's worth. I think he's a great dude. I think he's – I really am a huge fan of – why would he play in this game if he really didn't care? Mm-hmm. There is precedent, though – with Alabama, you mentioned a game from a long time ago, the Utah game. How long ago was that? 15 10, 15 years. years. Yeah, yeah. So they, they've only missed the playoff one other time, and it was three years ago. And they won their regular bowl game, and they covered. So some of the players from that team are on this team, and that's not too long ago. So there is precedent for this, and Alabama showed up and showed out. Just a few years ago, yeah. So keep that in mind. My, I've totally. Are you playing with those poker chips again? (laughs) (laughs) And I have the Hitler mustache. I just, (laughs) I can't broadcast from here. All right, I'm putting the chip down. Um, My my team, my Green Wave from Tulane, the Cotton Bowl Classic. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to pick Tulane in this one for the same reasons I gave with Kansas State, although we don't really know about Caleb Williams. Like, we're told he's going to play. If you read a lot of stuff around USC, it seems like there's a decent chance that this is Lincoln Riley just kind of screwing with everybody and that he won't actually play. Um, I it, This one, to me, like, of course, USC's better than Tulane. Uh, but again, this is Tulane's Biggest, no question, the biggest game in school history, and USC's defense sucks. Like that's that that is an undisputed fact that their defense sucks. And if you know three or four guys are out on their offense and they don't really want to be there, I like to these these American type teams hassle always show out in these games. They always do, and that's why I kind of blindly just pick them. They always. If it's UCF, if there's just every example we have of this ever happening, they they play well. So I'll pick Tulane to upset USC outright. Yeah, what's the line? One. It's basically a pick 'em. Jeez, that 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 might tell you something. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Because USC should be a touchdown favorite at least in this game. I can't stop looking at the Hitler mustache. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just. (laughs) Apparently, it was my internet, too, uh, according to the comment section. So, I'm sorry I made you move. And now I have the Hitler mustache. Sorry I put that unwarranted heat on Mediacom. MC22. Mediacom Mediacom Connections. How are you going to handle watching all these games on Saturday between the Iowa football game, Iowa State basketball game, and the playoff game? I have a bad situation. It's not a bad situation, so I'm going back home for our family Christmas, which it sucks because I can't go to Hilton. I really want to be in Hilton, but it is what it is. I gotta, I gotta get back. It's the only time I can get back to see my family. Um, my dad is a bigger nut as I am, so I'm, I'm putting all my faith that my dad will have this figured out. In what way? Like how? Multiple TVs. Um, have my mom in check. Hey, we're not opening gifts at this time because the game's on. Back off. Like what day are the Cox playing? The Cox aren't playing. Cox that day, play are they? Friday, so okay. I, I am contemplating getting down to Clorinda Earl. My wife has to work. There's all this stuff going on, but like I'd like to be sitting next to my mom and watch our Cox. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get down there. I'm probably going to have to do that one on my own. But yeah, I mean, I Iowa State basketball will take the full uh, attention for me during that game. For sure, no doubt about that. But, you know, I'm kind of hoping that the Iowa Bowl game is going to be so boring that you really don't have to watch anything other than the mm-hmm. last 
quarter like closely. That's kind of what I'm banking on. And then the playoffs, you know, you're just locked into that. But that that's kind of my game plan. I'm sure I'm going to be able to watch multiple games at once. Uh, but Iowa State, Baylor basketball, it, it's its that time of year for me, man. Like, we sell out top 10 team, uh, depending on where 12, I guess, is where Baylor's ranked. Like, I'm I'm ready for that. 1 o'clock, ESPNU. What about you? Do you, you, you just sit there by yourself and watch games all day? Well, it's a little bit more difficult than it normally would be because – it's my wife's birthday weekend. Oh. It's her birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Chris. And she's one of those people that like claims the entire week of her birthday. Oh, one of those people. Yeah. So I, I, can, I can take some things for myself, but like tonight, for instance. Great game tonight. There's no way she's letting me watch the Iowa basketball game tonight. Really? I think that would be too much for her. Now, I think I will be able to... She can look at Fred Hoiberg for two hours and she's not going to let you do that? <laughs> well, we're going out to eat. We'll probably be done eating by the time that game starts But because uh, we eat early here in Florida. We get the early bird special. We start. We, we like eat at 5 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, well, 4 central. But then, you know, she's going to want to probably do some things on Saturday. And I, I don't know. She's already asking, like, how many games are there? Just what tell her. they start? Say, I'm not going out and doing anything with you on Saturday. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, and I don't, I, yeah, I, don't, I, don't think we're, I don't think we'll go out on Saturday. Just do tonight and tomorrow big and be like, hey, Saturday I'm staying home. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, T. Baker says Chili's will have the game on. So when we're out eating at Chili's. I love uh, Chili's, by the way. Bottomless chips. My wife hates chilies. So does what mine. Passion. What the hell? The bottomless no. chips and salsa. Have you ever had that there? It's unbelievable. There's no way chilies has good chips and salsa. Oh, There's just really no good. way. It, they're, they're called chilies. What do you expect? It's, you know what I like in no. my salsa? Some of that good Iowa corn. You put it in there and you scoop up the corn and the salsa from the good Iowa corn farmers here in the great state of Iowa. You know, scoop I, it in there. Look at this. I got. Oh, look at that! So I, I'm opening up my my um, stocking from my mom, and I pull this stuff out, and I go, "Oh, is this because the, the Iowa Corn's the new sponsor of the show?" And she said, "Oh, I didn't know that." <laughs> she just gave me Iowa Corn <laughs> notepad and koozie just for the hell of it. <laughs> oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> and I think there's a pen here too. Uh, do you like corn in your salsa? Uh, no, I don't. Sorry. I like sweet corn. Love sweet corn. By the way, what was this? Speaking of corn, Fails was, like went on a rampage against Taco Pizza. Did I hear something well, about I, this? Yeah. He, oh, there's, so I don't know how my dog opened up the door, but she's in here now. Ghost. Um, yeah, Fails, uh, so he was talking about, uh, do you guys have Happy Joes in the in in Des Moines? We do in Ames. Used to get okay. it in college all the time. So Happy Joes is a Quad Cities uh, play. That's where it started in Davenport. And he was talking about as a kid, all these memories growing up, going to Happy Joes for his birthday. And so I said, "Wow, I didn't know you had Happy Joes in St. Louis." He said, "Oh yeah, it's great." I said, "Yeah, I know. I love the Happy Joes taco pizza." And he goes. Taco pizza? They don't have that shit down in St. Louis. That's garbage. Oh, wow. I said, what? You don't like taco pizza? He said, no, it's trash. Like, why would you want a taco pizza? It's basically like, would you want a taco hamburger? Said, it's not the, no, it's it's great. It's It's a really unique thing that you really only get in Iowa. Really? Like you can't get taco pizza in Florida? No. Really? No, no, you can't. Now, there might be some places scattered around that every now and then they'll have some crazy other pizzas and taco pizza might be part of it. But ta- taco pizza is a is unique to, I believe, the Midwest. I'll be damned. I didn't know that. Taco pizza is great. Uh, too much lettuce. No, I'll take the taco pizza without the lettuce. And the tomatoes. I don't want those. I I think 
it, it can't have too much lettuce. Yeah, I think because then just you're a just little eating bit, a salad, right? Like a little, just a little bit of lettuce, a little, smidge. little bit. Yeah, but yeah, you don't want a bunch because then it's you know, the lettuce gets hot. Not yeah, a big fan it's of like hot lettuce, mushy and gross. But uh, I think that that's one of those things that you can only have. You know, I would only have it once a year, maybe twice. It's not like a pizza that you're going to order, you know, on a random Friday night. It, it's a specialty. And Fails, I thought he was a food connoisseur. I thought Apparently he was not. an open-minded guy. We, we used to go to restaurants when I lived in Des Moines, and he'd order the duck. He'd order the rabbit. He'd order the catfish. That's disgusting. Oh, it's horrible. Duck's too gamey. I'm not a big duck. Guy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's brutal. It feels brutal. like you're just eating it right off the prairie. He used to give me so much crap because I would always order the beef anywhere we went. I'd get, give me the steak. Give me the filet. Give me the ribeye. And then he comes down to, to Bettendorf a couple weeks ago, and he's the one who orders the beef. Really? I, 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 got the, I got the bolognese. Is that the and little medallions? Oh, it, it's it's uh well it's I don't know how to explain it. Um, real quick before we get to another alien sighting <laughs> tonight, we have Iowa Nebraska basketball. Last time out, Iowa lost as a thirty-one and a half point favorite to Eastern Illinois. Chris Murray and Connor McCaffrey will play tonight. The spread is anywhere between three and four. I I looked last night; Circa had it at four. Iowa, Iowa favored by four at Nebraska. Iowa favored by four at Nebraska via Circa. So that's tonight, 6 o'clock, Big Ten Network. And then we have Iowa State Baylor coming up on Saturday, 1 o'clock on ESPNU. It's a big game for Iowa tonight. Huge for Iowa. Man, you drop that one and whew. Yeah, then, then you're sitting there 0-2 in conference play. Back-to-back losses to teams that mm, – Nebraska wasn't weren't they picked last in the Big Ten? I believe so, and they they have shown a pulse at times this season. But yeah, they beat Creighton, which was huge for that team. If you now, now there's no excuses. You've got your full allotment back. They've got to go in there and win this game. You just have to do it. Iowa State Baylor feels like a sixty forty game. Baylor wins it to me. That type of a game. I'm guessing the point spread will be two two to four. Baylor, but it's sellout Hilton Saturday afternoon. You just you don't know, you don't know. Baylor's clearly more talented. I think if Iowa State gets to eight and ten in the Big Twelve, they'll be in. So to me, the countdown starts get to eight wins. That's yeah. Where I'm both at. of these teams, if you are at or near five hundred in conference play, you're probably in. Yep. Because of what you did in the non-con. God, that how game though with good Iowa the conferences are killed their metrics. Now they have a chance to get as all it should. Back yeah, with the I mean, Big my Ten. God, it is crazy. Like when you lose one of the, if you've been looking around like at their net and all that stuff, like it is wild how one of those games can just destroy your non-conference resume. They dropped from twenty-seven to sixty in the net Jeez. the day after that that game. I don't know what it's at now. I haven't looked, but they've had they had to sit on that all Christmas. Well, I'm sure Fran oh. was in a great mood. <laughs> Sure, he's just been very jovial during the holiday, and nobody has more holiday spirit normally than Fran McCaffrey. You sure, hang that sure. loss on him. Woo! Um, you sent me this, so I'm telling you, like, there's just a lot of momentum right now with uh, beans from another planet potentially being here. Now, you sent me these. Look at all this stuff going on in um, in Wisconsin. So this is from last week. Hassel, you you sent these yeah. to me. This is last well, week. Well, yeah, I the same week I, as I the nightclub. I assume that you already incident. knew about this. Well, I hadn't until the you sent them to me. The Vegas nightclub incident. But notice again, it's really low clouds. Okay, and you can see reflections of city lights in those low clouds. So those, those are low. I'm thinking. That those are spotlights. Yeah, this one is less damning, in my opinion. And I'm, I feel like I'm a borderline professional when it comes what to would spotting alien spacecraft. Williams, if an alien came across a, a ghost, 
Who would? Who's like? Who's scarier? Who could? Who could win in a fight? I think the ghost could. Really? The ghost is not of this world. Well, neither is the alien. I guess the alien isn't either. The ghost is not of this universe. You know, the ghost goes to like this whole. Ghost is either in heaven or hell. You know, we we don't know. Like the the alien. I'm from this galaxy, right? The ghost can theoretically just show up in that galaxy. Doesn't even have to travel. What do you think? Since you believe in aliens and all that stuff. What do you think that these aliens that are visiting here in these ships, what do you think they look like? Are they the little green guys that we see in the movies? I think it's more like Independence Day. What were those again? You know, they're like, they got the long arms and the yucky looking. I think that I, I would guess that they're more like that. I don't Why? think they're like little green men. Because I think Roswell is a real thing. I think we have a decent idea of what's going on down there at Area 51. There's a reason, Chris, that you know, they'll shoot you if you walk up there. They'll shoot you. You think they're hiding aliens in there? Oh, yeah. I absolutely think that they've already recovered. I think that, you know, like Men in Black, I think it's, I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I think it is uh, similar, where I think that we've recovered alien spacecraft and the public just doesn't know about it. And I think it's like underground and we're using that technology to, to in case we ever need it. Why is the United States the only one that's, that's come across these things? Like, oh, we're why, not. Why, why, well, what is, do you don't think any other country would like if, because the aliens aren't just coming to the United States. No, They're I think, everywhere. I think Africa's got a lot of aliens. Africa? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And why, actually, why aren't it, those governments saying anything about it? They're, well, they probably have been men in black by the United States where they got the pen. So you think the United States is behind all alien no, cover-up no, throughout think, the whole world? I think the Illuminati is, the New World Order. I don't think it's the United States. I think this goes above the United States government. What's the New World Order? We'll have to do another show on that, but they live underneath the Denver airport. Have you ever what heard about the that? Hell? What the hell? Do a little research on the Denver airport. It'll uh, get your intellectual funny bone moving here over the next two, three days. Oh, I, my funny bone's already moving. Is it because the music at Eggplant Emoji? No, it moves you- whenever you start talking about ghosts and <laughs> aliens and goblins. No, look up when, when you have some free time. There's some good podcasts out there, too. The Denver Airport and the Illuminati. It's pretty It's pretty interesting. Uh, it's it's good know, stuff. Man. All right, get to work. I got to go to a freaking storage unit. I got, what are you like, going to do in there? I got to look for my daughter's boots. Is that where you hide from your sick kids? My wife has accused me of putting the daughter's boots in our storage unit, which I haven't. They're not there. But I have to go over there just to appease her to look for her damn snow boots. What? That's so what I'm going you've got, to do. You've got this house with a basement. We don't have basements in Florida. I, mean, I assume that you've got a pretty big garage and you still need... Well, a storage unit for more stuff. Get rid of some of your stuff. Here's what happened. So my uncle died. Oh, well, now you're going to make me feel bad. (laughs) Well, my uncle has, I'm talking like tens of thousands of die-cast race cars. Okay. So were they like the things that I showed you from my father-in-law's house? Yes. Okay. He has like tens of thousands of these. And he leaves them to me when he dies and... I don't have enough space for all of these cars. Well, just get rid of all that booze behind you on those shelves and put the die-cast race cars there. There's not enough room on there, I can promise you. Not only do I not have enough space, I don't have the time to go through all these things yet. I need to take like two weeks off of work to properly like... So that's where they sit. Like I'm in a bit of a pinch here. My uncle didn't have kids. Like his like race cars and like his Iowa, you would love it. I'll I'll give you some of the Iowa stuff, like these old like Iowa like Hayden Fry. Like, I mean, I, I've got a whole like whiskey like rocks glass collection from like the nineteen eighty five Rose Bowl. Huh, like, it, that's you would cool. love it. Yeah, it, it's really really cool stuff. But I I don't have anywhere to put it. Kids take up a lot of space, so I got a cheap little storage unit in Ankeny <laughs> that I could keep this stuff in. Yeah, it's uh, wow. that's yeah, so that okay. some of my race cars right there. Yeah, yeah. Matt's got the picture up from 
Yeah. Yeah, that looks a lot like the stuff. Uh, oh, that's Uncle Dick. Yeah, Uncle Dick. Yep. So is that is that your mom's brother? My dad's brother. Your dad's brother. Okay. But like, I mean, it, at some point, I'm probably going to auction off or give sell some of this Iowa stuff because he he was the biggest hockey fan. He has so much Iowa crap. But it's not crapped every like some of this stuff's like really valuable. He has these mm-hmm. old like antique like Iowa like cars. It's like, oh, this is a Hawkeye Chevy Lumina. Oh, this is a Hawkeye <laughs> Ford Mustang. And like they're really rare. I think they're actually worth something to like somebody who is into that type of thing. But I don't I'm not gonna display that garbage. <laughs> Donate it to the Swarm Collective. Maybe they can give some of that to. No, because if something's wrong, that guy will blow me up on media. Like I don't, I don't want to get in that guy's way. All right. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Good times. Should be a fun weekend of sports, there, Christopher. I can't wait. We'll be back on uh, Monday to talk about it all. All right. All right. Appreciate you guys. Have a great. Uh, what are we calling this New Year? I always get lost between Christmas and New oh, Year. Oh, remember the, games. the the regular games that would be on New Year's, like uh, the Rose Bowl and all that. Those are Monday. Yes, those are not Maybe. happening on New Year's because of the NFL. Because it's Sunday. We should probably just do our show on Tuesday then. We'll talk about Fine it. with me. Yeah, we'll talk about it. All right. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. Iowa everywhere.